All right, welcome <clears> back to <throat> another episode of Producing Our Podcast. Carrington and JB with me. Yo. What's good? JD on the track in the building. What's good, man? Yo, what's up, y'all, man? Chilling, chilling, man. The legend yeah. from Brazil, man. What's good? Yeah, what's good, man? Just chilling. <laughs> Representing the whole Brazil. You're, you're like the exactly. first big producer to kind of ever blow up from Brazil. You, you exactly, saying, bro. I'm the first Brazilian ever to make all that happen. In the music mm. industry. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's fire. That's like, fire. get platinum plaques, work at all the artists I'll be working on, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. I'm the first Brazilian ever. Hell yeah. You can do your research, you can do whatever. You're not going <laughs> to find nobody but me. I feel yeah. you, I feel you, man. We got a lot yeah. to talk about, man. We want to talk about, you know, you, you know, being a producer coming from Brazil, using the internet to really get placements and build relationships. Um, last year, you got your first platinum record with uh, Lil TJ and Polo G. Yeah. Um, you know, what you'd like to, you signed a publishing deal and uh, moving to America. Yeah. Um, you know, you've been out here working in Atlanta and LA, you know, buying all kinds of jewelry, really living the producer's <laughs> dream, you know what I mean? Exactly. And really just in the matter of like a few months, couple years, you know what I mean, type thing. So um, we know you want, we want to get the whole story behind it, but uh, let's take it all the way back, man. Um, you know, what was it like, you know, really growing up in Brazil, like on the little mm-hmm. kid level? It was, it was good because I was in a good part at that time. Like when I was like eight, uh, eight to like 12, 15, I live in a good area. I live in a in a good uh, part. But when I was born, like to one to like to six, it was tough. It was like a, a bad neighborhood. It was like one of the worst cities and bad uh, neighborhoods ever. Yeah, you know. So it was like kind of tough. But after we moved from there, it was like cool. It was like not that that crazy, you know. But it was good, man. Like, my childhood was great, you know? Like, everything was was good. But in Brazil, you got to know how to move, you know? You really got to know how to move, like... And if you know how to move in Brazil, you know how to move everywhere, you know? But only if you're from Brazil, you can know what I'm talking about, you know? If you're from Brazil, you know. What you mean? Like, there's a lot of gang stuff going on? It's Not a lot of- gang, but, like, it's just... It's just I don't know how to explain, bro. Like, you got to be there. You got to be from Brazil so you can, you know, relate. So really, like, walking around and stuff, you kind of got to be on your toes and be looking behind your back and stuff like that? Like, no matter where you are kind of thing? Nah, it's not It's not kind of like that, but I don't know. Like Finesse? Like, what's a lot of, like, finessing going on? A lot of, like... Mm, you got to, like, you, you can't be lacking. Mm. That's, that's, that's it. Just be, like, you know, <laughs> just don't, don't lack. Got you. Yeah. They, um, ro- they robbing out there? Huh? They robbing? Like, they, bro, like, <laughs> if you go to Brazil, if you're from Brazil, you know. Yeah. You know? That's it. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. So, well, like, what, what were, like, your hobbies as, as a kid? Man, before music, it was soccer. I was on soccer, bro. That was, like, my main thing. Yeah. That was what I was doing. And I also like video game, but soccer and video game. That was my hobbies. And watching, like, cartoons, like, something like that. But mainly it was soccer. I was playing soccer every day, like all the time. And also playing video games with my friends. That was it. Was soccer like your dream? Did you ever dream to like be professional? Exactly. Like that was like my dream, bro. And everybody used to know me as a soccer player. Mm. They used to know me as a soccer. Like they used to, um, like they see me, they'd be like, oh, he plays for that. Oh, he played. Because I used to represent the city, represent the school and all that stuff. So they know, you know. And everybody used to tell me back in the day that I was gonna be like a soccer player. Oh, you're gonna be a professional. Like you're gonna like you're gonna you get it. You're gonna get it. And after I discovered music, I completely changed the the path. I changed the the I changed the lane. You know, when I when I discovered music and all the production thing, 
the procession, like, I completely changed. I was like, man, I want to do music, mm-hmm. you know? And then that's when I changed to, to music. At what, at what age did you really feel like music was more important? I just felt some, something here, bro. And when I felt that, I go by my feeling. Whenever I, I feel, I go by the way I'm feeling. And I really felt like... I'm saying, what age was that? How old were you? I was 15. Mm. Oh, okay. That's young. Yeah. Was your family disappointed? Like, yo, you're giving up the soccer dream? Nah, they, they was cool with it. Yeah. You know? But they ain't was like really believing. Like, they, ah, we're going to make music. But after a while, they started to, to believe. Like, they seen things happen. And they started to believe. But they never, like, discouraged me. Like, they never, like, oh, you're not going to do that. You yeah, know? Man. They never did that. You know? Yeah. Mm. They always cool with it. Like, who introduced you to like music, like producing music? Cause like everyone knows about music, but like actually getting into making beats, like someone got to introduce you to it. To beats? Mm-hmm. Nah, it was myself. Well, you just found it online on the internet. Or something? Like it was, it was crazy. I'm gonna tell the whole story for y'all. All know? right. So I was like, it was like 2011. Yeah, it was 2011, and I was hearing um, Wiz Khalifa album, mm-hmm. uh, Carbon Fever, mm-hmm. right? And it was on live mixtapes. And I be seeing a lot of like I was listening to Travis Potter, um, mm-hmm. Roscoe Dash, like mm-hmm. all of them. But Wiz Khalifa, the the Carbon Fever, that was really was made me like, oh, I want to do that yeah. mm-hmm. because I be I be hearing the beats and it was like, yo, this shit's so hard. Like <laughs> I want to make that real quick. Were you were you the only one that you knew listening to this music, or is it kind of like it was popular? It was only me. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, like real back, like. 2009, like 2010, it was like the whole Brazil. It was Eminem popping, Lil Wayne, Akon. Okay. It was really like, and I was, used to listen on the radio. And sometimes when I get home from school, I be seeing like video clips okay. mm-hmm. of them, like Chris Brown. And and sometimes I I used to like this song, but I didn't know how to how to uh, write and, and nothing. Yeah. So I can download this song LimeWare later. Oh, you didn't even know how to type in the name of exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know how to type <laughs> the name. So I'd be like, when the, I was like paying attention when, when the when the video um, ends, mm-hmm. I was like, just on, on the on the screen so I can <laughs> write get the note yeah. and download from LimeWare. Yeah. Hey, LimeWare. Oh, exactly, crazy, bro. All right. And, but sometimes I didn't get the name of the song, so it was the Wayne. Mm-hmm. For them to put that wow. again. So I was like, oh, that one. And then Could you just, read English and read and write English at the time? Nah, I, I didn't even know nothing So you were just doing the, another language. Just yeah. Like, line, line, line. Yeah, like yeah. letter from letter. Oh, C-O-R. Like Chris Brown. Like that, that one tricked me a lot. Chris Brown. I was like, man, what the fuck? And I was used to like <laughs> go like <laughs> letter by letter. Mean, bro? Damn. Yeah. And I was a kid. I was like, I don't know, like 10. Mm-hmm. Like but your keyboard, so your keyboards, they got American letters or is it? Nah, that's the, that's the main, that's the, that's the, 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 the same, same alphabet. Thing. Yeah. Okay, okay. The A, B, C, that's, that's mm-hmm. the same. Okay, gotcha. But what was talking about? How you got introduced, how you found out about yeah. making beats. Like, oh yeah, yeah, how I found out, it was myself. So mm-hmm. I was listening to uh, Wiz Khalifa album. Nah, it was, I think, a mixtape mm-hmm. album, whatever. And I seen the production credits. Mm-hmm. I was like, proud by, I don't know, Southside. Proud by Lex Luger. I was like, man, I want my name to be there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want my name to be on there. And then I started looking for a program that I could use to start mm-hmm. making beats. I found a couple ones, but then I found FL. That was the perfect one. Yeah. When I found FL, I was like, man, that's it. That's the one right here. And then I started to learn everything about it. Mm-hmm. 
but it took me a while, bro. Like I learned everything myself, mm. you know, mm. even English. Mm. I taught myself. I like a like a say on the episode of the. How do you the, yeah? How do you teach yourself English? That's crazy. It was like Chris Brown lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it was everybody lyrics back in the day, like Soldier Boy, like Akon. Yo, <laughs> Yo Crank that was popping. Crank that was Crank that was it was a hit. Everybody mm. was listening to hey, it that's with the Nokia phones. Like mm -hmm. they was listening to it exactly, and and not just him, but like Fifty Cent, like Eminem, mm -hmm. yeah. like yeah. they was listening to that. Lil Wayne, you know, but um, what was I talking about again? So you you downloaded FL? Yeah, I downloaded FL. What yeah, were you that, doing? Just going on YouTube, typing in like how to produce or like produce? Exactly, I was doing that. Mm -hmm. So I found FL, and then I started to like oh, how to make like a melody, how to make these, how to make that, and I was on it every day, like every day, all the time. I was on it, trying to learn, trying to improve, trying to get better, and I started like making my own. And my first beat was like, man. That was terrible, bro. I was like so happy with it. I was like, damn, mom, come on, listen to this. You know? <laughs> like I was showing everybody, come on, sit, like, listen to this. I made that. I fucking made that. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like trash as fuck. But for me, it was like, damn, I'm the best. I'm the I'm going Kanye ain't got nothing on me. Oh, right, right. nothing, bro. I'm the best at it. Like, I'm I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> but I was feeling myself because like that was my first beat ever. Mm -hmm. right. And <laughs> and after that, I just kept going. Just like, like trying to get better. And at that time, I ain't had nothing, bro. I just had the laptop and the Philips headphones. Mm. And I was working with that for years. You know, I got most, all of my places with that. Just with some the, Philips headphones. Philips headphones. It was like to put like it on the earbuds, phone. The little, yeah. the little, the little ones. Oh, the like, earbuds. The earbuds, like, like the, the pretty simple ones ever. That's how I, and the prettiest like laptop ever. Mm. Like, and that was it. All I had. And that's a fun fact too because I remember Christmas on 2012 when I was like heavy, really heavy on it. Um, my family had Christmas and they were taking pictures with the, like, they all over the place taking pictures and doing every, everything. And I saw one picture of, of them and I was in the corner like, like, just like that, bro. Like, with the headphones. Oh, that's all right. You got to post that shit. You gotta... I, I got I to gotta, uh, talk to my mama to see where the pitch at. Yeah. Because I wanted to find it and post it. Because, bro, I was, like, in the cup. Like, just like that. And they'd be all, like, taking, taking bitches, like, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like that. Like, bro, we gotta not even paying attention. Or some shit. That would yeah, be hard. That would be hard, bro. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah. When you were when you were looking up tutorials, did was there anyone that spoke Portuguese nah, that did tutorials? Nah, and one thing you see how I learn English, right? Back in the day, bro, everybody was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Twitter was the wave, mm -hmm. and I be seeing a lot of like tweets and everything English. I even like set up my phone in English. I did everything English back then, day, so mm -hmm. I can learn more, so I can mm -hmm. improve. That's smart. And I used to listen to music too, of course, and I was paying attention to what they were saying, you know. So. With the tweets and the music and sometimes movies and TV shows, all that I was putting in English. And now I wasn't watching in Portuguese anymore. I was uh, like doing everything English, but the subtitles was in Portuguese. Okay. Mm. So I can understand what they were saying. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like paying attention. But I always was like familiar with the with the English. Mm. Because since I was a kid, I was listening to Eminem, like 50 Cent, since I was eight. Yeah. Right. So I was like familiar already with the language. I just need to know how to um how to learn how to like talk and write and all that stuff and I was using Twitter and all that stuff that I'll be talking about 
And and that was it. Like in Twitter, I was like, oh, Benz, what, what Benz means? I was like tapping in, oh, Benz money. <laughs> and then I, I was like um, learning everything. Even the accent, even the like, nowadays I know if you're from New York, I know if you're from Chicago. Dang. And I used to see a lot of people uh, using like on phone, on phone them, on phone them. And I was like, man, what, what was that? Like, and, <laughs> and then it, it was a Chicago, Chicago thing. And then I'd be like, oh, that's Chicago. So mm. everybody from Chicago, you know how to, they, they say that. If they be saying that, they're from Chicago. Because mm. like Atlanta has their own thing. New York has their own thing. Chicago has their own thing. LA has their own thing. So it's basically like Brazil. If you go to the South, you're going to see somebody talking like that. Mm. If you go to my uh, area, you're going to see somebody talking like me. If you go to the North, you're going to see somebody talking like So it's just like the same thing here. Mm -hmm. Y'all got the accent. Y'all got the, the own slangs and everything. Right, mm -hmm. right. So that's, that's the same thing. And I was learning everything. Everything. But I was more focused on Chicago because I was working with everybody from Chicago. And I was getting the lingo. And I was getting the accent from Chicago. And that's how like, I was like really um, dying to Chicago and like, was producing right. for everybody in Chicago mm -hmm. back in the day. So, uh, no, go ahead. Okay. so at what point did you... So I was gonna say when um we you didn't have so you didn't have no friends that were like trying to rap or none of that you were just making beats just to make them at this point. You say like friends? You had friends that like rapped or were you literally just making? Oh, beats? rap friends? Yeah. Nah, nah. Nobody in Brazil was on that. Back in the day, it was just like me, me myself, and the computer and the Philip headphones. So what were you doing? <laughs> you weren't sending the beats out. You weren't posting them on YouTube. You weren't doing none of that. All I was doing was, was like trying to get like trying to get placements. Like at one point, I like it's not everybody that know that. But I'm going to tell y'all. It's like, before I get my very first placement, I was thinking about Queen. I was like, fuck that. Because I was so heavy on it every day, all the time on it. And I ain't had no placements. And I was like, man, I'm doing everything to get placements. And I'm not getting no placements. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm off. Like, fuck that. I'm going to get back to soccer or whatever. Right. And But every, every time I thought about Queen, I signed... That was a sign to tell me that not to quit every time. And I think about like Queen a lot of times, bro. Mm. I think about that a lot of times. And always I had like a sign to not to, you know? So I was sitting on, 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 my, on my dinner room and I was just listening to music. And I remember I had this email by this guy. I don't know, I don't remember his name, but. He sent me the song back. And he was signed with S.O. Demon again at the time. And I was like one week, two weeks, like without making beats. Mm. And after like, <clears throat> after like two days or something, three days, I, I checked my email and I seen that song in there. And I was like, damn, that's my beat. Like that, he rapping on my beat. Right. And I was like, man, that's my first placement. So I kept going. That gave me like a whole bust. Like that gave me like a whole inspiration, yeah, yeah, motivation to keep going. So, uh, so I did it. I and this is like what, this is what year, would you say? It was 2000, 2012 to 13. Okay. I remember my question now. So, what strategies were you using to get placements and push your beats before you gave up? I used to go to every rapper page uh -huh. and, and get their email. And I was like sending beats out with their email. Like major, major rappers? Nah, not major. Not major. Like the ones who was like kind of like cool, like to 
to get your beats to. Mm-hmm. I was getting everybody email, boom, send it out. That's how I, they was using, they was like, oh, he kind of horror, like, I don't know what, what they was thinking, but they was using the beats. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's how I got. Like, so so why you, why'd you feel like you wanted to stop? You want to get money from it or? Because at sometimes I wasn't getting no placements. The ones I really wanted to, like the major ones, the big ones. I was just getting like by the ones, like, but it wasn't nothing like big. It wasn't nothing like, I was like, man, this ain't getting, it wasn't money too. Cause I was getting no money from that. You didn't yeah. have no BMI set up? You didn't have any royalties? Nah, nothing. nothing like that? Nah, nah. Cause to have the BMI set up, you have to, you need, you need a whole bunch of things. Yeah. And back in 2012, it was all mixtapes. It wasn't no streaming. It's yeah, like, it was like just mixtapes no and like live mixtapes. It was the, yeah. the thing. Nobody was getting paid for that shit. Yeah, nobody was getting paid. They was just using beats, but in giving credit. Some some did uh, get credit, but some didn't like give you credit. So it was mm. like, man, fuck, not even credit, you know? Yeah. But, but you were just happy. Like you could just hear someone rapping over your shit though, pretty much, right? Yeah, sometimes I was really happy, but sometimes I was thinking about Queen because I was like, man, where is this going to? Mm. You know, I was like, yeah. man, like, there's, like, I ain't getting no money. I ain't getting not even credit sometimes. You know, so like, what the fuck? But always I had a sign to keep going. And that was a specific sign that I gonna remember forever. And I was thinking about Queen again because mm-hmm. I was like, fuck that. I ain't getting no money. I ain't getting no, like, and I remember, like, uh, I don't know, I was getting back home, and and I seen my Twitter popping. I was like, man, something, something going on, because it was really popping. And I seen when I get home, my, my cell phone, Twitter, and everything, and I had a placement with Lil Reese, and he yeah. put my name on, on the on the on the Tighter. cover art. Oh wow! So my name was like there. And that's how I wanted, like, back in 2011. I want my name to be, like, prodded by yeah, my yeah, name yeah. on there. And it was just just the way I, I wanted, mm. you know? He did the credit. He put the credit. And everybody was talking about Everybody was mentioning me. Everybody was yeah. like, oh, J.D., no, no, no. So it was big. And it was on Super Savage 2. You mm. can see the track and everything. Yeah. And all right. After that, I was, like, hype. Got motivated again. Boom. Keep going. Like, and, and back in that time, bro, I was, like, doing, like, 10 bits a day, 15 bits a day, and just send it out. I got a placement with everybody from Chicago, bro. Everybody. Mm, bro. You know, uh, even Kapo, you know Kapo? Kapo? Yeah. Yeah, from GBE. Yeah. Even him. I got some that. The, they just leaked. Nowadays. Just leaked? They, they uh. just leaked because it was on release. Yeah. You yeah. know? I got a song with Shiki that is not out to. He probably never going to release that. But I got a song with everybody from Chicago. That's how I got, like, kind of big. So you was on that drill wave back then. Exactly. The drill wave. <laughs> yeah. If you know me, like, you know that I was on it heavy. Mm. Like, I was working everybody from Chicago when, like, on the drill thing. And I was thinking about Queen again after a while because I was like, ah, I was not motivated, bro. I still was not getting that much money and I wanted to, like, get a lot. I was getting something, but it was not that, that much. We, yeah. Were you capitalizing off of these situations, though? Like, the re-situation, these Chicago artists? Did you what? Were you capitalizing off of them? Like, were you, were you using them to your advantage? The credit. And yeah, like, more, using the credits to get more... To get more known. Yeah, yeah. to get in the, to get to yeah, the, to get in the room and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, that, that was my, my, my thing. To get to the next level, to get more known, to get more, like, you know? 
to get recognition by the people because I was producing to everybody in Chicago. And sometimes <clears throat> they used to, to, to like send me a DM and be like, yo, send me some. And it was like some big ones, like Reese, Reese did that. Yo, send me some, you know? Because they was known, I was working everybody, so the, I got attention to the bigger ones, yeah. you know? Because I was working with the smaller ones and also the ones who was close to them. So I got the attention. They was like, yo, send me some, this and that. I got a question. Why do you think this kid from Brazil can get placements? Like, I'm sure there's people that live in the United States that still haven't got a placement. And they're like, why the heck can this dude do it? And I can't. Like, what's different about you sending emails versus someone that's in the States that can speak English and they're not getting placements? Like, why Why did you get them? Like, what, what do you think happened? Because every, everything that's supposed to, to, to be is going to be. Everything that's supposed to happen in your life is going to happen. Like, if, if that thing is meant to you, it's going to come to you. That's what I believe in. So everything that happened to me is to me. It's for me, you know? So you think, like, the guys that aren't getting placements, it's not meant for them to get a placement? That's what someone could be thinking. Uh, you really got really to put your mind to it and focus on that and put all your feelings to it and do it because you love and do it because that's the way you express yourself and put all your feelings out. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that. I used to put my pain, I used to put everything out. Still to this day, I put my feelings out. And I was doing that back in the day. I was getting no money, bro. I was just doing it because I used to love it and I couldn't quit. Like, I couldn't. Like, I tried to a couple times, but I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, I just kept going, kept going, kept going, not getting a penny from nobody. I just kept going and doing my own thing, you know? Getting all these placements and doing, keep going, keep going. And then it started to pay off. Then I started to like get some money. And then that was like a big, big motivation for me to keep going even more. Because for me at that age, getting that type of money was like big. Because nobody in Brazil get that type of amount. Like I was getting some like good amount. And I was like, man, I'm I'm gonna keep it going. What age were you? I was like 18. How, 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 like you're talking about like money from what? From beats, selling beats. Yeah, selling beats online. Cause I had like a, my website. Oh, mm. okay. You know, and all that stuff. And they was like paying for that, but it wasn't nothing crazy. But at the time for me, it was something. It was like, it was great. You yeah. know, because I ain't had nothing. How much are we talking? It wasn't. It wasn't much, bro. It wasn't. It's just a little like so I can buy some clothes sometimes, like even a shoe, like to oh, move okay. around. You know, it was just like that. You know, okay. it wasn't like, oh, I'm balling. Like, you yeah. know, no. But that was something to me because I was doing, I was making money off my beast, something that I love to do, you know. And then I kept going. Mm. Mm-hmm. How often were you sending, were you emailing beats to these these artists? Was it an everyday thing or? Not every day, every day, but when I made like some real hard, drill B or whatever that I can heal them on that, boom, I will send it to them. You know? I And I used to make like 10, 10 to 15 bits a day. Like mm. all drill. That's all drill. Yeah. And sometimes like a, like a beat that you can hear like a, like a Chicago drill rapping on it. But it's not drill. It's like, it's something else, you know? Like mm. a, I don't know. 
it's something else. But like, you know, it, it's some feelings and some pain to it. <clears throat> you talking about like, it's kind of like, that, it's kind of like using a lot of orchestra instruments, kind of, it's kind of melodic. Yeah, melodic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That once I used to really put my pain out and my, my feelings out and mm. all that. Mm. And they used to, to um, use them once too. Yeah. yeah. So what did like, what was the first placement that you ever actually like got? It was like a real situation. Like there was like a producer agreement, uh, nah, an advance, nothing, nothing like that. Bro. What was your first placement that, that was actually official like that? Brothers, brothers, mm. my little TJ. Nah, matter of fact, it was over by Young Boy. Really? Yeah? By NBA Young Boy. Yeah, mm. that was the first that they got to me. They was like, "Yo, that's a contract. That's this and that." I was like, "What?" That was the first thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And after that, I realized that, oh, I need, I need a manager. Mm-hmm. I need somebody to be taking care of that for me, you know? So that was probably a big milestone for you too, right? Mm-hmm. When you're like, oh shit, this is actually like something official, a milestone. Exactly. And it was uh, over by young boy. That was like, that was crazy. I, it was a surprise for me. I didn't even know he was going to use the beat. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't even know. I wasn't expecting. And then happened. So you never been cut on them. You never been cutting on business on any other on any other records before that. Mm, no, oh. no, that was the really first one, mm. and that was back in the beginning of like twenty eighteen. Damn, yeah. So you can tell that I was doing it for love. I was mm, doing it because yeah. I love to, you know. And if you're doing something that you love to do, it you're gonna work it out. Yeah. Mm. Like, if you're doing it with pure, genuine love in your heart, it's going to work it out. Everything that you do, not just music, not just professionally, everything that you do, bro, is going to work. Because if you're doing it with your pure, genuine heart, that's how I am. I got a pure, genuine love. Right. Like, heart, you know? Yeah. Mm. So if you do it like that, it's going everything going to work it out for you. Yeah. I believe in, in, in energy. So if yeah. you put out good energy, that's all you're going to receive and see, you know? Because I don't even pay attention. It, it might be something negative. It might be somebody talking, like, hanging, talking some bad things about me. But I don't see. I don't, I don't pay attention to that. I just, because since, since I'm so positive and since I just show love to everybody, and that's what you're going to get back. And that's what I, this is what I'm receiving right now. Mm-hmm. All love from people and because I'm putting that out, you know. So if you put like good energy out, you're gonna receive good energy, bro. Like you can do the test, like starting from now. Everybody, like if you're watching that, you can you can do the test right now. Like start like putting out good energy, being good to people and spreading love, spreading light, and you're gonna see everything getting back to you. You know? I'm gonna start saying a positive. But don't, but don't but don't expect it. That's the thing. Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm about to start going on Twitter every morning, just saying some nice ass shit, see what happens. <laughs> I hope you all are mentors. Mentors. <laughs> not, not just that. It don't work like that though. Not just that, but like, be positive on anything that you do, and mm. with your like, yeah, with no second intentions. Let's suppose like hold a door for a lady that is coming. I do that on a daily, but I don't expect nothing in return. You, but, know, you don't go check the bank account after. <laughs> <laughs> but like, check the email. <laughs> but you're gonna get it back, bro. Nah, I feel somehow, I'm some way, you. you're gonna get everything back. Got, That's how the universe works. Nah, I get that for sure. I got a question for you. Like, since you were in Brazil working with all these artists in U.S., have you ever have you ever felt like somebody was taking advantage advantage of you? Yeah, I thought that a lot of times. 
because they really were. I ain't gonna lie, I don't gonna cap. They yeah. really was, but <laughs> it it is what it is. I I I I I ain't I ain't I don't, I don't regret nothing, and I don't like feel bad because right. of that. You know, because I I was doing with pure genuine love, with pure genuine heart. So I don't care. Like like I said before, like if they was doing something bad, they gonna reap what they sow. No, so I don't worry about it. Right. I let the universe take control of everything. God take control of everything because, yeah. you know, it is I what agree. it is. But I was happy. I was happy. I was, like, making music. That was making me, like, happy. You were, yeah, you were getting something out of it. it yeah, it was like, I was getting, like, I was like, um, how can I say, having fun. Yeah. And I was having fun. And for me, it wasn't nothing like, you don't even have to pay me, bro. Like, it's all good. Like, no worries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was like that. I feel like a lot of producers are like that, you know, when they first start out, they're like, yo, man. But that that also like like you said opens the door for a lot of people to be able to get taken advantage of. So mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like a balance. Like you got to do it for the love, but you got to be about your business. But too. sometimes I felt that, but sometimes don't. You know what you mean? Like sometimes I felt like they was like taking advantage, yeah. but sometimes I felt like they don't. Yeah. But it was like in, in my mind, I was just thinking about it because I was like, man, they 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 not paying me, they not giving me credit, they just like using the bees. But at the same time, I was like, I don't, I don't care. Like, it's all good. Yeah. I'm just having fun. I'm getting my beats out there. And whoever who recognized that is gonna, is gonna be a blessing. Right. Whoever don't, it's all good too. You so, know? so I heard you say after, you know, you finally got that first like real contract, you said it was time to reach out for a manager. And I'd assume that it probably started getting better from that point on, right? At that point, yeah. At that point, yes. What, how does it, like, for a producer overseas when they're in the position where, like, I need to find a manager, how did you even start? What, what did that look like? I used to, I always talk to, to one of my friends who I signed to my label now. And he was like, I know somebody. And he introduced me to his friend. And his friend was managed by the manager I was, uh, uh, that was my manager. And that was it. I just hit him up and said, yo, you want to be my manager and stuff? And that was it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, so how, how, like, how beneficial has it been working with a manager from that point on? It was good because she was taking care of all the contracts and all the stuff, making sure I was getting paid. And yeah, that was, that was good. Fair enough, fair enough. So how did you so you got a couple placements then how 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 long did it take you before you actually like linked up with TJ and I'd assume that's really when your your life started to change, right? Exactly. <laughs> like when the brothers song came out and started doing well, that's when my life really changed. Like everything started to change from that point. And after Papel, then definitely changed a lot. Like a lot of things change, bro. A lot. And I feel like 2020, I'm just getting started now. I feel like all these years, it was just like a, a practicing for now. Yeah. Because now I'm, I'm just starting now. You know, that's how I feel. Facts. And um, so I know you, you talked about it. You talked about linking with TJ and the Behind the Beat we did. 
Yeah. Um, you also talked about in the deconstruction that, that you did with Genius, you said that relationship with TJ started the same way, just through emailing him a pack of beats, right? I mean, after he, I mean, I sent him a, a pack, right, on, on the email. And he used Brothers. And after Brothers started going well, he, um, he was like, uh, what, what's your phone? And I gave him my phone. And he called me. We talked a little bit. And we just get going from that. You know, just keep seeing more bees. And we just like had the chemistry. Yeah. You know? What are, what are some like mistakes you see like other producers make when they try to like link up with big artists? Um, they, that, like sometimes it, it don't work like that. You gotta like, you gotta start from, from here to keep like evolving, mm -hmm. you know? And some of them be like reach out to Cotton B to like Chris Brown expecting they gonna give their email like the email or the content or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it don't work like that. Mm. You gotta like, you gotta like, it's, it scales to that, mm -hmm. you know? So the mixtape behind it is like, it's trying to like rush the process. Mm. You know? What about like, even like, cause you collab a lot with other producers. Like, I know we were talking about earlier, like some of the ways like people approach to get in a collab is kind of weird. Man, like, <laughs> Some of them, like, it's, it's daily, bro. It's every day my DMs be like, and it's like, that's not, that's not it. That's not how it works, you know? Because, like I said, you gotta, you gotta be, like, natural. You gotta be, like, you gotta let it flow. You gotta be, like, don't force anything. And the way they be doing is, like, they kind of, like, pressing you. They kind of, like, forcing you. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's not like that. Just let it, just let it happen. Just let it come. When the time is right, it's gonna come, you know? Because one of the things you were saying is like you, a lot of producers, you didn't have to try so hard because you already, they already knew you had something going on. Exactly. Because I was working with the smaller ones. And by the smaller ones, you can get to the bigger ones. That's how I did it. Because mm. you said TJ only had like 10K followers when you reached out to him, right? Bro, he had like around that, like 10 to 12, something like that. And somehow, bro, I don't know, like I felt that he was, that he was next. Yeah. That it was like going all the way up. I don't know how to explain that, but sometimes I, I have this feeling. And when I have this feeling, I go by my feeling. I always go by my feeling. And I had this feeling somehow. And I knew, you know, I knew. Now, I, I want to talk about this for a second because I feel like when, a, when an artist is at like 10 to 12K followers, they're still in that range where producers are going to hit them and be like, Yo, what's your budget kind of thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. They're, not, they're not like willing to but just, me, I wasn't just on send that. it to him. I wasn't that. I was just like, I, I knew that he was going next. So you didn't I, ever, I you never asked him like, oh, I want this much money. Nah, I never did that. Yeah. I never mm. did that. I think that's big too. Cause like, that's, that's one of the things we talk about that fine line. But I think right. like in producers heads, it's like, man, it's like a number of followers that they have to yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, like, you got 15 K. Oh, okay. I can at least get a thousand off. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't, or not don't. even like, like, if you got like 50K and above followers, like, all right, I'll send you a pack. But if they yeah, got like, if you got like 5K, uh, 10K. I, I, I just did it because I felt. And right. I, did, I, 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 I made it because of, of the way I was feeling. Because I knew, bro, somehow, I don't know how, bro. Like, I, it, was, it was like a sign type, type thing. Like, it was like an angel telling me, yo, <laughs> I don't know, bro, but I had that. 
you know, it was strong. And I knew, I knew, I just knew. So you was, so can you be more specific? Like when you heard him, you, you felt like he had a gift? That what you mean? Exactly. Yeah. He was born with a gift, bro. Yeah. He was born, like he was born to be that. Yeah. You know, that's what I felt like. He was born for that. You know? Okay, JD might be might be an A and R low key too. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're, man. You're for the talent. Yeah, who were some of like your favorite producers when you were coming up? Like who were like the producers that you really looked up to? Back in the day? Mm, or even now too. Like back in the day now and now. Me. Okay. Now it's me. That's it. Nobody else but me. But back in the day, mm-hmm. it was like Last Luger. Mm-hmm. Uh Last Luger was like a big one. Like him. Uh Southside, uh, DJ Spins, uh, Not and B, London, and Key. Mm. That was that was it. I was to look up to, but nowadays, bro, it's me. Yeah, that's it. That's me. If you if you if you ask me, who's the best producer out now? It's me. Like in my in my head, like it's me. I don't care what everybody talking about. It's me. Like every every song I produce, bro, you can you can check like it's it's a hit, mm-hmm. you know. I don't even like you see the numbers, you see like how how great it is. It, it, um, the record be the record be going, you know. You see it, you know. So yeah, is yeah. that is that one of the things that fuels you to compete with yourself? Like, does that make you better? Like telling you like uh like having that self confidence in your beats you know what i'm saying is that is that what keeps you going every day cuz a lot of people like to compare themselves to everybody else exactly don't so, do that like just 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 focus on you just focus on you. don't care about what nobody else is doing or what they got going on just focus on you right you know that's it or so let's talk about so you know you got a couple placements right um you're working with TJ brothers comes out then all of a sudden you just walk into this massive hit with Pop Out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I seen the deconstructed. You you collabed with Iceberg, right? And I want to yeah. talk. I want to talk a little bit about you know collabing because seems like with your um your bigger records, you you have been collabing with producers, right? Exactly. So now that you've reached some level of success, you ever look back and and because it seems like I'd be like, man, like all these are going platinum and gold. Like I'm splitting the credit. I'm splitting the check. You ever have like, damn, if I could go back, I would have just did all this by myself or mm, no. Nah. Cause I felt like I did both of them things like with like Iceberg, for example. Yeah. I know Iceberg since the beginning. Since 2012. Like that's when we met. And that's when we, we started talking with each other and all that stuff. So it was like good for me and for for him. Because changed both of our lives. Mm-hmm. That song changed my life and his life. Mm-hmm. And also Apologia too, I think, and TJ, like, changed everybody's life. So that was good for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. not for just me, but for everybody. Yeah. Do you like, do you like collabing still? Or do you like to make your beats all by yourself now? <sighs> I do a lot of collabs, but just with a few people. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. If, if, if I don't know you, if I don't, like, like you, or not like you, but your, but if I don't feel your beats, if I don't like know you, I'm gonna charge for the collab. You know, <laughs> he said I'm gonna charge. Yeah, I'm gonna charge for it <laughs> because I, I I will get that place. Mm. Right. You know, that's the thing. I will get that place, and you're gonna have much more than you pay for it. Mm. You know, so it's an investment. Exactly, right. it's an investment. But why why 
you know, because I'm sure like, okay, it's cool you get that upfront money for the collab and you're getting it placed. You're kind of like doing them a favor. But at the same time, it's like, okay, why don't I just make these beats myself and send them out? Because we're talking about the back end, which is, you know, a much bigger bag and stuff like that. Like that, that's kind of like one sometime. thing I always, I always thought like, and not to call cap, but like I'm producers, like being like, oh, I'm doing collabs, sending them out for placements. But I just don't see the the benefit in that. Mm-hmm. Like if you really got the relationships and you got the wave, like to me, it kind of more seems like, oh, that's just like a selling point. Like I would assume a lot of these producers aren't really sending them out for placements. It's just kind of like they're throwing it in there. I'm not saying you do that. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, I think some of them don't really send it out. But if the be hard, they're going to send it out. If they be really hard, if they think that they can get a place and get a hit from it, they're going to send it out. Like me, I always send it out. I try to. And you can check, bro. I begin all of them place. And I be like a major placement, but I'm getting them place. Mm. But somehow I begin them place. And they be know that. Even the weak ones. That's what I was Yeah, even ask. the weak ones. Because it's some producers mm. that, it's some producers that might come to you and say, bro, I'm not getting this collab unless it's a placement. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I, I always make, I always like keep it 100. I, I say like, I don't guarantee you that, but yeah. I will try my best. Right, like if right. the beat hard, if I fall with it, right. I'm going, I'm going, I got you. Because a lot you of know? producers, they really, a lot of producers, they'll get the collab from you. And then if they don't have a placement in the next month or two months, they'll be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like that's you your know, job you know or some shit. Like, you know what, bro? I've had chargebacks. Like I, know, like, I had this uh, pay collab that I was working. and. He did, he paid me, the everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, let me know when the, when the beat get plays and all that stuff. He was like, you really want it. Like, he was like, oh, <laughs> let, me, let me know, bro. Like, let me know yeah. when that paperwork's coming through. Man. Exactly. <laughs> like, he, he really wanted. So, all right, I got you. Don't worry about it. And after like four months, bro, I got to be placed. Mm-hmm. And I let him know, yo, I got to be placed. And he was like, what the fuck? I, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, I say, like, I, I, when I said I got you, bro, I, I, I mean that. So after four months, I got to be placed. It might take a minute, but I got it. You know? That, that story and he was, like, really appreciated. He was, like, so happy. And that's good that you can help people like that, you know? You know what I'm saying? What about the people that's, like... This, let's say the producer, you know that they're trash. You know, like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's no, without a doubt, you know that producer's not good. And they're like, I'm getting this collab for a placement. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm getting like this collab me, just so I can do that. Like me, I always put my sauce to the beat. I always, I always do my thing to the beat, you know? There's some beats that you just can't recover. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, like, bro, like, there's some you <laughs> Probably can't. be like, all right, bro, send me something else. Send me something yeah, else. Like, bro, yeah, yeah, I do yeah, that. Like, send, send me something else. else. Like, right. I be peaky as fuck with, with loops and collabs. I be so peaky, bro. Right. If I don't feel, I'm not going to work on it. Mm. Like I gotta feel it. So if I'm feeling it, all right, cool. I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna go with that. You know that story you were saying. I thought it was gonna go the other way when you're right. like, after four months, <laughs> you filed a PayPal case because he's like, yo, this shit, this shit ain't get placed. Like, yeah. like I thought that shit came with money back guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got it placed. Yeah, that's what's up. That was recent though. That was recent. Okay, word. Yeah. Oh yeah. This song come out or it's not yet. Not yet. Hey, they, do you send? You ever send loops out to other big producers? Yeah, I've been sending loops out, but. Mm-hmm. Not to everybody, just just like a like a few ones. Mm. You know? I, I don't be working with a lot of producers nowadays. Mm. You know, just like a few ones. Okay, in twenty twenty, like now, like back in the day, Twitter was the way to get placements, right, and network with people. Exactly. What is it? What is it now in two thousand or in twenty twenty? Because it's not like like Instagram's kind of. I mean, 
think it works, but it's kind of like oversaturated. It's a little like like what? to me, bro. Like everything started like after Pop Pow and everything. Everything started to happen like naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like for other, for you up and coming producers, oh, like how uh, they're like, damn, I'm, like bro, like my goal is to get one placement <laughs> this year. Like, what would you tell them? Like this, like like found found like artists that you think that that got potential and still with them. Mm. That's it. Still with that artist that you think got potential because if he goes up, you're going to, you know. So that's one of one of the the main things. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. That's when that you know kind of leaks back into our last podcast too. Mark was saying, uh, he said that he, from from, and I got to go and do my own research on this. But he said he, you know he looked he you know looking at the landscape, he says the producers that really kind of have stayed the test of time are the producers that that came up with the artists at the same time. Exactly. I'm interested to see what you guys say in the comments. Go ahead and, and comment on that. Let us know after you do the research or if you guys know off rip. I mean everybody like even back you can throw all the way back to the Zay. Yeah, he said it. Uh, who else said it? It's been a bunch like of people that always say the it. organic relationships, like that. Because as a producer, people look at it like this is just this is all I do every day. Like, like I was saying earlier, like people expect me, like this this nigga not allowed to leave the house. You feel me? You got to sit there and mix, and make beats all day. You don't go nowhere. You feel mm-hmm. me? But really, it's like everybody has real life stuff going on. You might have a relationship with that artist about. I don't know. He might. He, y'all might not even make make music together for the first year. Year you know each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they might just start making music. So th- those organic situations are what. Those organic situations are what is bringing people success. It's not about fiending for the money and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, yeah, I feel like too. It's like like just being a producer. Like we're into like computers and like real technical and stuff, but we never really like focus on like the actual like human like relationship part. Like right, that. I don't. Right. I don't consider, like, don't value chilling with somebody as much as, like, yo, let's work right. together. Like, let's make some songs. Like, I think we put heavy on, like, yo, let's just chill and, like, right. just get to know each other, like, to your point. Yeah. Right. Be, being patient, being human about it, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Not awesome. Hey, hey bro, uh, you, like, it's not a formula up, all right. the time. It's not a formula to get placements all the time. Yeah. This is a lifestyle for a lot of producers. Right. So so going kind of going getting back to this timeline here. So pop out comes out and mind mind you to the audience, you're still in Brazil at this point, right? Yeah, still never been to America. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've been here for once, just like two. I mean, twice. One one time to meet TJ in Miami, and one time to sign a deal with Sony. Mm. That was it. I've never been here more than that. That was it. Yeah. And yeah, I just got here now. Mm. No. So TJ, TJ, flew, you said TJ flew you out. I remember you were saying that last time. He, exactly. he, he actually went out of his way to fly you out just to work type shit. Exactly. Just to meet me and all this stuff. Yeah. That's one of the like realest things a, a rapper did it to me. Mm. You know, that's one of the like the realest things. Like, because like that's some real shit. Like, that's some real thing that like he recognized that. Mm-hmm. That I made brothers like way before everything. I re- re- he knows like he recognized that and he got a good heart too, mm-hmm. you know, just like me, you know. So, yeah. It seems like it seems like he definitely gives you a lot of respect. I seen um on one of his most yeah, recent interviews, he yeah. shouted you out. He's like, "Yo, that's my yeah. producer. That's yeah. my guy. Like, it's my yeah. go-to. That's my brother. That's my that's my boy. For forever, for life. Yeah, that's fine. You know, no matter what. Yeah. You no. Know? And now another thing which I know the audience because kind of like. 
that the pub deal situation, right? I feel like that's like a goal for a lot of producers because that's like your first really like super big check, right? Yeah. What what how did that how did that come about? Did they just call you because Pop Out was doing so well? How did that place well, everybody about? was calling me. After Pop Out, like and the gold plaque and everything, everybody was calling me. Everybody was like trying to sign me. Every label that you can think of, they was trying to sign me. But I decided to go with Sony. I don't know why, but I just felt, you know, when I felt, I, I go by my feeling. Yeah. Let's suppose I, I go into a room, right? And I'm not feeling the people there and I'm feeling the room. I'm not feeling. I'm not going to stay in the room. I'm, I'm going to go head out. You know? you know? But if I feel the room, if I feel the people I'm talking to, if I, I'm going to be there. I'm going, you know? But it's just I, like, I got this intuition with me. So I really have this feeling, like strong feeling about everything, you know, about every person that I talk to, about every person that I interact to. I can feel their energy. I can feel their intentions. I know, you know. Is that something you got from your parents? Are your parents like that too? Or? Nah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just me, you know. That's, that's something about me. Chosen one. <laughs> 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 I'm done, bro. Nah, I'm just fucking with you, though, bro. <laughs> nah, but for real, though. Nah, for, real, for, real, for real. For real. Nah, I feel like that's really how you got to think about it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I got, and I got like, I'm going to put, like, my story on the book. I always, I always say that on my interviews and all, and all this stuff. What you going to call the book, man? I don't know yet, but I'm going to put, like, the whole story of my life. And once people read that and know everything, about it, they gon' they gon' they gonna be shot. You know, because I got a lot to talk about, bro. Mm. I got a lot to talk about. And when people Damn, that read makes it, me feel like you're leaving stuff out the interview, man. We want the whole story. <laughs> nah man, like but it's something that I, I got I gotta put on the book. You know, I gotta it's not something I, I gotta I can t- I can talk about I can I can talk about certain stuff, but certain stuff I gotta put it on the book. I gotta like, mm. you know, even the movie. I want to do a movie. I, I want to do a documentary. All that stuff. Yeah. You know, because I really wanted to like the let the world know my story and everything I've been through and why I'm here, right now. You know. I mean, you can even really feel it, like, like I've... bro, like have you met anyone that survived six times in their life? That what? Survived six times in their life. What you mean, like near death? Exactly. Nah. That's me. I survived six times in my life, bro. So I'm here for a real reason, you know? And I feel like I have a lot of missions in here. Not no GTA type mission, but like real <laughs> hey. missions. <laughs> 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 GTA mission. Nah, <laughs> nothing like that, but some real missions, you know? We all here for a mission, but I feel like I got a lot of missions. And I was gonna say, like, you can really feel it in the music, like, especially like the music you make, right? All those beats are like them, cr- like, ah, uh, like, emotion like, you can just in it, bro. Feel like all of them, so like, you that's can, what I'm saying. That's like, you I think that's one of the biggest things. Like, I, I, I be singing because them. I put my all in it, bro. I put my heart in it. I put everything to the beat. Like, I put everything to it. So that's why people feel it. Yeah. And back in the day, they used to do that with me, like Eminem. They used to listen to the songs. I used to feel it. Like, I was like, right. damn. And I'm doing that with people now. <laughs> mm. That's one of the main things I wanted to do. 
because I don't do music just cause. Yeah. I do music because I express myself. It's like deeper than just music. Like, you know, it's my fitness involved. It's like, it's a real thing for me. It's like big thing for me. Right. Mm. Like even on that brother song, like you could really feel like exactly you, you can, can feel like, bro, like that I, nigga was going through it. Like I put my all into that beat, bro. I yeah. put everything I was going through. I put everything to the beat, mm. everything, my all. That, that's why that's one of my favorite beats. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hell yeah! So man, you sign. So you you, you know you, you get your platinum record for gold. You you know you, you sign the pub deal. You got platinum records now. You yeah. finally moved to America. What uh what are some reasons you chose Atlanta? I just wanted to see how it was the vibes out here. Cause I was like, everybody was talking about Atlanta, Atlanta this, Atlanta that. I was like, let me go in, in, in there and see how, how it is. And that's why I came here because I never been here before. I was been to Miami and, and New York. Mm. Yeah. I love Miami though. Like, yeah, Miami's pretty Miami, much right. Miami, Miami's right, yeah. great, man. I love in there. Yeah, man. That's LA. probably real similar like back home. Exactly, that's, that's why I love it. Like, that's so similar, like, but in a way better way. Mm. In a really better way, like. But I love it there, and I plan on going more often to Miami. And I like L.A. too. Mm -hmm. I really like L.A. But, yeah, I wanted to see how it was, the vibes out here. How are the vibes out here? Exactly. How are they? <laughs> how are they? They, they cool. You know? Overrated? Underrated? Uh, nah, they, they cool. You learned some slang? Huh? Learn some slang. Uh, the way they talk, bro. Like the accent is strong. It's strong. <laughs> that is strong. Like some people that you like, that you met, they you got you really like. Yo, you from Atlanta? Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you can tell like from my way that that dude from Atlanta. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Did you have any connections out here that that made you move out here? Or? Uh, nah, not really. No, just really random. You're just like, oh, yeah. I want to experience the A. Actually, actually, uh, my manager, she from here. Oh, okay. Mm. And she was selling me a bunch of stuff to come out here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go. Yeah. You know? How has it been linking up with producers and other, and, and artists while, while you, you've been out here? It's, it's, it's good, bro. Like, it's been so good because I never had that in Brazil. I was just, mm -hmm. just online. And now I can feel it. I can feel the energy more. I can feel the, like, I can feel them now more. You know, so it's definitely like like a like a it's good for you. It's, it's even more like real mm -hmm. than just online. You know, yeah. You gotta have that in person relationship. You know, you gotta meet them like in person. Yeah, you have to. You know, and I wasn't able to do that back in Brazil. You know, gotcha. but now I I'm able to do all that. So that's what I'm doing. How easy or hard has it been to like you know meet people up meet up with people out here? It's like it's like it just happens, yeah. you know. It's just everything happens nowadays for me, you know. It's not like I I be, I be chasing that stuff. It just happens, you know. Chosen one, man. That's the book title right there. <laughs> yeah, you. the chosen one. I want my credit, man. I want my credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you five percent, bro. It's on oh, camera. Oh, it's on camera. Oh, that's it. All right, man. Maybe, maybe like an eight point five. Eight point five. What's up, what up, man? That title's everything. People judge books by cover, yeah, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Carl, man, oh, go ahead God. and send him the uh, the agreement. Oh God. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, what's so obviously it's super different. And we kind of been talking about this a little bit. America's super different from Brazil. What what are some of the main things that you notice about America right off bat? 
you got way too more, way too more opportunities in here mm. to to do what you want to do. You know, that's one of the biggest things. You can really be anything here that you want to be. Mm. You know, in Brazil, like bro, it's not like that. You know, like, I I thank God every day that I made it out. Mm. You know. So what what are like the, is it like, so is it easy to just start a business in Brazil or like, what do you got to do? Like, like, I just, like, I don't know. Bro, like, uh, the minimum salary of a regular job in Brazil is 900 per month, right? Yeah. 900 per month. Like 225 per week. And that's for 40 hours. Now, six hours or even... Eight. 80 hours. Not eight. Like eight uh, per day, yeah. Eight, eight yeah. hours per day or even six. Yeah. You're going to get 900, right? Or even like 950, 980. Some, that's some a good around, job. Some around that. Yeah, you know, good job that you like, you know? That's the minimum salary, right? Let's suppose you want to go to McDonald's with, with a girl, with a female, like a date. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay 40. In Brazil, money for the Big Mac, for the meal, forty dollars. Wait, so you forty? Nah, not not forty, not forty dollars. Forty in Brazil money. So you're talking nine hundred in Brazil money again a month? Nine hundred in, in Brazil money. money. In Brazil money per month. And forty, and it's for the forty burger? to go get a burger. And like, let's suppose you want to get the soda, the hamburger, and the fries, the meal, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna pay around like thirty five for that. So you're talking like. Almost for the Big Mac, ninety dollar per meal. Exactly. No way. You can only eat McDonald's nine times working all week for a whole month. You what? can go to McDonald's nine times. No That's way. crazy. That's hard. How did? Wait, what's the Why what's the it? what's the currency out there? It's like not the it's not peso. What is it's, it? It's um, a, hey a, a what? Hey ice. A hay ice. Exactly. So how many hay ice do you make in a month? Nine. Nine. Nine hundred. Nine hundred, and then the Big Mac will cost you forty. Not not in not in Brazil money. No, yeah, just do just Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Just do in just Brazil, Brazil money is like 13. 13? And then how much do you make in a month? 900. Oh, okay. That's so still it's, it's yeah. pretty expensive. I mean, it's, I mean, not 13, though. 30. 30. 30. 30, 30, 30 yeah, 30. Okay. That's, 30 Brazil. So, so you get $900, 900 per month in Brazil money. And then you go to McDonald's and you're spending 30 in Brazil money on a Big Mac. Exactly. Brazil money. What are people... What are people making? A, what is, what is minimum wage making here on a month? Seven twenty-five on a month though. Seven twenty-five times probably like nine hundred in American, something like that. Seven twenty-five times forty. That's crazy. Honest four. That must be a it's, good burger. It's or like something. eleven, eleven hundred, and so then taxes little. and stuff too. Yeah, so, so call you take off. So it's gonna be around nine hundred. Yeah, that must be a good ass burger or something. Like, <laughs> well, it's a Big Mac. It's the same shit. That's a, yeah, that's, that's the Big Mac, bro. Why that's does the it same. Because so that's Brazil. Everything in Brazil, like they they put taxes. That's crazy, bro. So high on everything. Mm. You know? Like, even if you go buy something like a hot dog, whatever that you're going to buy, bro, it's going to be super expensive. Mm. So everybody on Twitter over there, it's like like a joke. Like, damn, I'm spending my last on this McDonald's right now. That's a flex. Going to McDonald's is a flex. So people don't really go? They go, but they don't flex. They they don't do that, like the mem stuff. (laughs) Like, for us, it's just like regular. Right. Normal. You know? It's just like, oh shit, for y'all that don't never been there. Right? Yeah. But if you go in there, you're gonna see all them prices on the on the menu. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? 
But for us, it's like, mm. whatever, man. What about the people? No How way. are the people different in in the United States versus in Brazil? In here, y'all so much more like close. Like y'all, y'all not like too open, like not too friendly. Mm. In Brazil, they more like kind of open, more friendly to receive you. Really? Uh, something really? Like that. So we're more like, eh. Yeah, y'all more like, um, um, like more kind of hard to, to gain to, mm-hmm. you know? Us, we like friendly. We mm. like, we don't... You embrace everyone like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Y'all like two more like their own circle, their own like... Even in Atlanta. Like, because in, in Atlanta, we're known for being like right. real... Hey, everyone's welcome. Like compared yeah, to like, cool. I'm like not in, saying like no, no, no. Like in New York, they're known for being like super. Like don't talk to me. Like, and that's just crazy to hear that the hospitality right. in Atlanta is nothing compared to what it's like in Brazil. So like, yeah, that's crazy. Brazil, they like they we're friendly. Like mm-hmm. you can tell if you go in there, you can tell that we're friendly. That that they got some good persons. In right, there. good people. Good people. Exactly. You can't really tell the intentions of people here, right? Like, yeah, you you. I, I mean, I can tell. Mm, yeah, you got you the chosen one. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell, bro. I can tell. Even in Brazil, of course, they got like some really friendly people, but they got like some not good people too. Yeah, just like everywhere you go, you know. But it seems like this is this has got to be crazy for the people back home. What what witnessing what's what's going on? You know, what I mean, you're you're moving around. You know, you got all these you got all this jewelry, all this drip going on. Like this is this got to be like unheard of out there. Oh, well, it really know. is because you're the first. Yeah, they to do know. It. Right. Everybody from Brazil, they know. Like they know what I'm doing. They know everything, bro. Mm. They be paying attention. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What about for people that want to like? So like you know like when you're traveling and stuff like people think like have their perceptions of places and are like could be scared to go like. Mm-hmm. When, like as I'm in America, if you think of like. Mexico, first thing you think of is cartel or you think of like, that's the first thing you think people think of in America because that's what the media yeah. portrays. Is it different when you actually get to move around to these different countries? Are those stereotypes usually accurate or are they like, nah, there's nothing like that? I mean, I just been here. Mm-hmm. I never been to Mexico or whatever, but it's just Brazil in here. But I don't know. Some of the things might be true, but some of them don't. Just depends of each country, or you know, depends where you go too. Mm. I think which what, country you go. What, what were some stereotypes that they like? People always said growing up about America. America's like this. America's like that. Was there anything like that? Yeah, like they be saying that that in America they they real like racist <laughs> type stuff. Like they be like everywhere you go, bro. They be saying that. Yeah, you know, but. But besides that, yeah. I'm, but besides I, that, I mean, besides that, they love you. Like everybody from Brazil, they they love y'all. Yeah. Like they love. Hey, shout out to Brazil, man. Yeah, they love y'all. So, what do they think about? Uh, exactly. What do they think about Donald Trump? <laughs> they don't. I mean, we don't. We don't care. Like we. They, they they don't really like know. Like they don't really. They don't get into mm. politics. But some people does. Some people don't. But some people does, and they don't like it. Like mm. they don't. They don't like him at all, bro. At yeah. all. I'm talking about, hey, like, they don't like him. Mm. Because, you know. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Oh, man, we uh, we got some Twitter uh, Twitter patrol 
type stuff. And what I mean by that is um, we went, <clears throat> we always do this with a lot of guests. We go and we just uh, pull up some of your tweets, man, and just kind of just ask you to explain a little bit more about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not to put you on the blast or nothing, but sometimes sometimes it is a little <laughs> bit put on blast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you recently tweeted, and we talk about this one a lot, you recently tweeted, protect your energy. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? What I was saying um, before, I suppose you go to a room mm. and you you feel that the energy is not good. The, the energy is not right. You're not going to stay in that room. So you're going to protect your energy and get out. You know, that's what I mean. And that goes for anything. I suppose, oh, do I really feel like going to that place? Or like I'm I'm staying home? Like go by your energy, by the way you're feeling, mm-hmm. you know? Something like that. And protect your energy is like, it's like, don't want to say to no negative stuff. Don't pay attention to no negative stuff. Don't be around negative people. That's a way of saying protect your energy mm-hmm. because your energy is pure. It's good. I mean, it depends off the person you are, but if you're a good person, if you got a good heart, you got a good energy. So protect that. You know, don't entertain no negative stuff. Mm. Like be off that. Like you don't you don't need that. Why why you want like somebody negative around you? You know? So yeah, cut off anything that makes you feel bad or even like TV shows, even like movies that make you feel bad, whatever, whatever yeah, it is, bro. It. Cut off. And that's what I mean by protecting your energy. You know? I hear that, definitely. Um you recently tweeted, stop fucking with people who only have fuck with you. How does someone show that they only have fuck with you? What does that look like? Uh, you can you can feel you can you can tell that they not one hundred percent fuck with you. You know? Like by the actions, by the way they talk, by the way they do this or do that, you can tell like you're not fucking with me the way I'm fucking with you. Mm. So I'm gonna lay back. And fuck with you the same way that you fucking with me, mm. you know, something like that. I definitely feel like you, like you give someone more, more of your energy than they're than they're reciprocal. Exactly. Like damn, bro. Like I thought, I thought it was cooler than that, but then they show, they show, um, they show their cars kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, right? Um, we talked about you said let it come naturally, don't force nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, last one, which I noticed, like, kind of had a theme, like on a couple of your tweets, you said you can be jealous, you can hate, do whatever you want. You'll never um, stop or change what God has prepared for me. What's exactly. meant to be will always be. Exactly. Um, it seems like you you, you kind of feel like there's some people out there that really don't want to see you win. That's a lot of um, people which is jealous of me right now. They be jealous. And they don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you make it. But what it's meant to be is going to be. Like if it got um, has prepared something for you, it's going to come to you. If you can hate, you can be jealous, you can do anything that you want. That thing is going to come to you in God's perfect timing. You know? So that's what I mean. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, let everyone know, you know, where they can go follow you and, you know, stay in tune with everything you got going on. And just follow me on, on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. My SoundCloud, my SoundCloud was hacked. Damn. They took it down, bro. I had... Oh, you had the the one track that had like four or five million? Exactly. They took it down. But I'm not tripping like... What? What do you mean they took it down? 
they sh- they took it down. I don't know why. Someday I was going through login, and I seen like it was down, it, like something went wrong, whatever. I was like, what? And that was it. But ain't no worries, man. I'm good. So follow me on the new one, which is like JD on the track one. And Facebook is JD on the track forty six. And yeah, YouTube JD on the track. And Instagram, JD on the track. Everything, JD on the track. With a eight. So, <laughs> 46, yeah. one, and eight. On your SoundCloud, is it just like, is it songs you produce, like retweet, retweet, post, or whatever, or you actually post beats and stuff on there too? I was uploading like songs, not beats, just songs that okay. I have produced. Yeah. Yeah. Fire, fire. Cool, man. Appreciate you pulling up, man. And, I appreciate uh, y'all for having me. Yeah, most definitely, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then you can uh, you can also go check out the uh, behind the beat we did, um, Lil TJ, Lane Switch. Um, find out there's a little bit more about you know how that song came about, how he linked up with TJ and stuff. But hey, man, appreciate you one more time. You yeah, definitely appreciate y'all. Another yeah, dope yeah. episode in the right, books, right. man. Signing up. Yeah. Peace, y'all. Peace.